so I had like started talking to this guy and um we had shared like a lot of like really like lengthy thoughtful emails and um so we decided to meet and like go out to dinner. Wait, sorry, this guy was it was Jack. Welcome to the Couple Collective. I'm your host, Julian Lewis. Every week, we're going to bring you stories from couples to understand their path to making their relationship work. Drop that beat. Thank you for joining me on episode three of the Couple Collective. I'm excited to have the first couple interview on the podcast. Now, this was not the first couple that I interviewed, but um, it was um, one of the first ones that I recorded. And so I wanted to bring it to you in two parts. Part one, the story of how they met um, and came together. And then part two is more of a lesson in finance. But um, I am going to be introducing you to a couple close friends of mine. Um, Jack and Jess. Jess and I worked together um, at two different agencies when I was living in Boston. In fact, the first agency, um, she was actually in Chicago. I was in Boston, and we only interacted via email. Never uh, a phone call, um, never a face-to-face. And then years later, when I went to a new agency, she started there about um, a month later, and we realized that we had worked together in the past and became instant friends we talked a lot about our past relationships, who I was dating at the time, and you know we talked about you know her past relationships as well. And this guy's name kept coming up, um, Jack, Jack. And so I'm really excited to hear um, for you to hear the story of Jack and Jess and, and how they met and came together. And you know, part one again will really be about their story, and then part two, um, we're going to dive into a lesson in finance and, and setting goals as a couple because this is one that resonated with Emily and myself. And actually, before we jump into part two, I want to make it clear and and preface the fact that the breathing noise you hear in the background um, is not myself, Emily, Jack, or Jess. It's actually Jack and Jess's cute little Frenchie, Winnie, Um, not named after the poo, no, named after Cooper, uh, Winnie Cooper. And if you don't know who Winnie Cooper is, I I think that's a whole other episode. Uh, But let's dive right into part one. So you guys had like an interesting start. In general, though, yeah, which was which was pretty awesome. And I'd love to just kind of hear about <laughs> um, the start. Emily doesn't know the story. Oh, you don't. Okay. Know. Well, and well, you, I may have, I may have recapped it like poorly, but I feel okay. like well, yeah. Julian's part of the story I'm, I'm, too. I'm a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Is, oh, uh, at a critical juncture, might we say? Yeah, yeah. very Indeed. critical juncture. Indeed. Um. So I lived in Dallas for like six months. Um. So I, I was living in Chicago, then I moved down to Dallas to take a job. And, um, during the time that I was there, like I moved there, didn't know anyone. Um, I had, um, gotten out of like a pretty long relationship. And so I was like, you know what? Like, I don't know anyone here. So like, if nothing else, it'd just be nice to just like get out and like meet people and like have a reason to like go try different restaurants and stuff. So, um, I decided to do eHarmony and went on a lot of terrible dates, literally was getting to the point where I was like, all right, I'm about to just like give up on this whole idea. Like maybe it wasn't a great idea. Um, so I had like started talking to this guy and 
um, we had shared like a lot of like really like lengthy, thoughtful emails, and um, so we decided to meet and like go out to dinner. Wait, sorry, this guy was it was Jack. Tuesday night or something, and he, um, he did, I don't even think you told me, like, what you were going to wear or anything. I just, like, was like, all right, well, hopefully I'll just figure out who he is when we get there. Um, so I, like, part, like, pull up, park the car, like, get out, and there's this guy that's, like, sitting by the door, and so I was like, oh, like, this must be him, and so, like, I walk up, and he says hi, and so I'm like, okay, like, this must be the guy, and then he opens the door for me, and I, like, go in. And so then the woman at the hostess stand is like, um, oh, like how many, you know, how many is it going to be? And um, I'm like two, or I don't remember if he said something or I, I said two, I don't remember. But then that guy just like disappeared. And so then I was just like awkwardly sitting there and I was like, well, maybe that wasn't the guy. But it turned out not to be the guy. Jack showed up shortly afterwards. But even if Jack would have told me what he was wearing, the guy was basically wearing the exact same shirt as Jack. That's awesome. Um, so kind of a weird beginning. But anyway, so we ended up getting dinner um, and chatting. And for reasons I don't understand, Jack, like, literally just, like, moved food around on his plate. And he, like, didn't eat at all, which I was like, that's weird. Why would you go on a date? I was nervous, so I don't eat. You know, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> So I thought like maybe he didn't like his food and so we ended up having like a really great like discussion and like talked about all sorts of things and well um, you know I'd say one of the key reasons we had like these long thoughtful emails is I think we're both at a point in our lives where we're like what I'm doing just isn't fulfilling so what we were talking about really was like our outlets yeah, the main album was music, right? So I was listening to like Jack's Mannequin at the time. She loved Jack's Mannequin. And we had all these like alternative indie bands we were listening to in our own right. And then on top of that, she was looking for a way out. Like she, you wanted, I think, at that time to, to open like a small business, a food truck. And I was like, I've been going to food trucks. I would love to do that too. So we had like all these like kind of like little mutual interests mm-hmm. that were like, all right, well. This is kind of a cool girl, yeah. you know. Like we, all the other girls I've been dating don't want to start small businesses. They want to like be a stay-at-home mom and do nothing all day. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like she actually wants to do something with her life, something bigger. And I think that's cool. I'm really stressed at my job. I want to go do something like that. I want to be a part of it, even if it's tiny, even if we don't make money. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. We also, we talked a lot about just like I think we were both very like dissatisfied with our jobs in general, and so we talked a lot about just like happiness and like. Yeah. just like things that we thought would like make us happy and like mm-hmm. traveling and like just wanting to like experience like things outside of like the daily grind that we were kind of um, having to deal with so anyways um after probably like four or five dates um I a recruiter reached out to me for a job in Boston and so I like went up to Boston and interviewed and like the deal that they gave me was just they, they were like paying for all of my moving expenses gonna like give me a stipend to like for any other like mm-hmm. outside expenses they flew my mom and I up for a weekend and like hooked us up with wow. somebody to take us around and like find a place like it was just so good that I was just like I can't say no yeah and like even if it works out terribly like I'll just move back home afterwards or you know like I'll just move to somewhere else if I hate it but I'd also like always wanted to live in Boston and so I was like I have to try this out even though like I met this guy that like seems amazing in yeah. every way um, so I had to tell Jack that I was moving to Boston on probably like our fifth date 
and um, I like we were both like super bummed with about it, but decided that we would like continue like hanging out and stuff before I left. Um, and so, is there anything that you want to add before I get to the like me leaving? No, I mean I I remember thinking vividly. I I want to say it actually was probably day three or four. I knew pretty early, so we actually not never got to a point where we had a first kiss. Oh, wow. And before she told me she was leaving, but then she said she was leaving, and I was like, "Well, wait a minute, you know." Jack automatically put me in the friend zone. Yeah, you go, you go to the yeah, friend zone, so now yeah. we're pals. But I was like, "This is a pal worth keeping." Yeah, I, she's really cool. Yeah. Um. So, but I kept saying we should still hang out. I knew it was coming to an end, and so we started dating probably in like mid-November through what early January or late well, December. No, like- at the very, I think the last day we saw each other was like right around like New Year's Eve. Yeah, like, so it was like a month and a half total. And yeah. the last few times, it was like, okay, well, we'll just go and have fun. Like, yeah. if nothing else, it was, it was a good practice run. We'll keep in touch. <laughs> but like, I honestly knew, like, I know that like people say, like, talk about like love at first sight and stuff. But like, I truly like felt sparks. Like, from the very beginning, and mm-hmm. I knew, even when I left, I was like, I know that I'm leaving, and I'm moving to a completely different part of the country, and, like, I know that we've said, like, this is it, but, like, I just knew that, like, something was going to happen, and, like, we were somehow going to come back together in the mm-hmm. end. I wasn't sure when or, like, how it was going to happen, but I just, like, had this feeling because I was like, he is it. Like, I knew he was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I moved to Boston. We, like, continued... Rewind for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The day before she left, so I think you were leaving to go to Houston and then Boston to see your family. Yeah. And so we had our last meetup. Did you kiss? We did not kiss, but I remember we were at my place. I, did you drop me off or something? Yeah. Or... So for some reason, like I came to your place and then we took your car to go somewhere and then yeah. back. And I was yeah. So we were coming back to my place in the garage to drop me off and then we were going to go our separate ways. And I remember that feeling. It was almost like the feeling you've seen the movie Shawshank Redemption, maybe uh-huh. when like Brooks dies, you know, mm-hmm. it's like super sad. You get that big old lump in your throat. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my God, like this, this is so bad. Like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I kind of just felt like a sense of like, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I I'm standing there. She's leaving. And I'm like, what? Why is this? It, yeah. Like, the world just didn't make sense for me at that moment in time. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't really cry, but if I did cry, <laughs> I wouldn't have cried then. Yeah. That was the closest to me crying, where I was just like, I don't understand things. Like, what, yeah. how has this happened? I was a little mad at her, because I was like, she's just leaving. But, like, we'd only been dating for a month and a half. We haven't yeah. even kissed. Yeah. So I was like, can I be mad at her? Is that yeah. allowed? Like, so I never told her I was, like, irked. Yeah. But I was irked. And, and then I was like, so what now? Mm-hmm. And it's so kind we, of a feeling of emptiness. Yeah. Where you're like, everything I just kind of had going is gone. And yeah. I, I actually didn't believe she's going to leave. She told me she's going to leave. Wait, we go on a few more dates. I'm like, yeah, she's not really going. Like, that, that's not going to happen. And then it did. Yeah. And then you're just like, shit. So I moved to Boston, we continued emailing, but then like I sent him an email at one point and like never heard anything back. So I was like, okay, like maybe you just like moved on or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So several months go by. Um, I went to this like food truck festival. This is like maybe in May. I went to this food truck festival and I thought of him because we had talked so much about food trucks and like yeah. even like looked at a business plan. He had like sent me a business plan on food trucks at one point. 
<laughs> and so like I texted him and was like, hey, like I went to this food truck festival and it like reminded me of you. And like I never heard anything back. And I was like, awkward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he was irked. <laughs> <laughs> he actually irked. So, so then in June, um, I'm on like a, a business trip and I'm like eating breakfast and I get this email from him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. Like I was like, like so excited before even opening it yeah. and like had all this anxiety and I was like, oh my God, like what is he going to say? Yeah. So I opened this email and he basically says that, um, shortly after like me leaving that he had been, was working at a hedge fund and he, um, was working like what, like 60 hours a week and Minimal. was just like Up super 70, stressed. Um, and finally it was just like decided one day that he was going to quit. And it's one of the things that we've been talking about finding happiness and then I had also said I'd always want to do long-term travel mm-hmm. and I was like I've never gotten to do this and I'm not happy but I was making really good money yeah so it's like and then she's not even there I guess I'll take over for a second here. okay and I got really mad so I was just like <laughs> someone that I was working with um quit and I was gonna be getting not only my job responsibilities but theirs for like whatever amount of time and I I was already just mad so I just in March of that year, so she had left in January. In March, I quit. I just, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm gonna do next, but I'm out. I need to just like clear my mind, clear my uh, plate completely. So I quit in March. I went to the beach for like a month with some friends. They were there for about two weeks. And then I stayed for another two weeks to start a blog and just to start trying to figure out what I was doing. Um, from there, I decided I was gonna do a two month trip to Europe solo. So I spent like a couple weeks planning that and then embarked in April. In April, so about April 15th, I, I launched in London and hit 25 different cities wow. solo, just backpacking. Awesome. And I was like, I'm just going. I got a Eurorail pass. So I had everything in front of me. I had a bunch of hotel points. So I started like picking out the hotels I want to go to. Um, and from there, I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to go on this trip. I don't know what's going to happen, who I'm going to meet, but I'm just going to go do mm-hmm. it. So, like, three weeks into the trip, um, I'm planning on going to uh, the southern coast of Portugal. The Algarve coast is what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be some of the nicest beaches in the world. And it's the thing I was actually the most looking forward to, um, to finally hit the stride in the summer and, like, enjoy the beach on this trip and do all that. It was raining. And I knew it was going to be raining about a week in advance. And I'm like, shit. Like, the only thing to do in that city, in that area, is to go to the beach. There's nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, I made a last-minute change and I instead of taking a bus from Spain to Portugal um, I ended up going from Madrid down to a little place called Malaga off mm-hmm. like a random just hunch I was like okay I think it's gonna be nice and Malaga is kind of a beachy town mm-hmm. I'll go there instead randomly so I go there to Malaga I stay in a little hostel and I'm going around the town and it's like a beautiful week so like I picked perfectly like mm-hmm. I, I kind of on a whim got lucky as I'm walking around in Malaga, there's like this old school castle and there's like a little brick walkway kind of, it's like probably centuries old at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just walking around, the sun's coming down, I got mountains in the background and I can see the beach and the coast. There's like a, um, a bullfighting ring like right below you as you walk up this little path that you can see also and there's guys practicing in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I was like... This is one of the best moments of my life. Mm-hmm. I have no responsibility, no worries, no cares. Like, I'm just listening to my music, and it's just me and the world. So I'm walking up. What were you listening to? 
So, yeah, it was a mix of 500 songs, my best 500 songs. Okay. The song that comes on while I'm going up there is the mixtape by Jack's Mannequin. Uh-huh. One of her favorite songs. Yeah. And I thought about her. Yeah. And that song, it, one of the lines is, it was you I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. So I got like chills. I was like, wow, yeah. this is weird. Like I'm having this moment in my life. I'm thinking about Jessica. Yeah. I haven't talked to her since like December, mm-hmm. but now I'm thinking about her. And so like I'm keeping a blog and all these notes on these trips. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do anything with this now, but I'm going to make a note. When I get back, just email Jessica yeah. and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why you hadn't responded to her? Before? So the working theory. Okay. <laughs> the working theory. Yeah, I love it. Theory. Is that it, I think there was, may have been a link in the email or something, and it got sent to spam, spam. and Gmail. Got it. Okay. Because uh, they had been doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, you know, I wouldn't have gotten her text that she recently sent because I was international. You already had gotten at that point. So, like, Understood. email's going the wrong way, text's going the wrong way, but I made a note. The world was against us. But here's the thing. I, I also <laughs> made a note saying, like, email her, let her know that, like, I don't know if she's happy, but I'm happy, and I hope she found happiness in Boston. And that yeah. was going to be it. That's yeah. really all I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. But I also knew I was going to be traveling to Boston with my mom during this, like, time off because mm-hmm. my mom had been talking about, like, since she... Uh, since her childhood, she'd been going to Boston every year yeah. and hadn't gone. And so I was like, I was going to tell her I'm going. And yeah. I just let her know. Okay. Maybe maybe something, maybe not's there. Okay, so this is where I'll come back in. Because, so I get this email from Jack. He's telling me basically everything that he's This is in like you. June. And then at the very the end of the email, he says like how him and his mom are coming to Boston. And then it's just like, best, Jack. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> he knows I live here, right? So I literally immediately, so Julian and I would always talk to each other about like guys, like people we were dating and stuff. So I immediately text Julian. I'm like, Julian, I was like, that guy that I told you about, I was like, he just emailed me. I was like, but he didn't ask me to hang out. Like, do I offer to hang out? Like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. And so Julian's like, yes, you absolutely <laughs> just ask him to hang out. Like, what is he going to say? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Situation. Yeah, I didn't want to intrude. Yeah. So, so he. Um, no, I didn't think we wanted to go out. Um, so he, uh, or so we end up meeting up one um, Saturday, and like we um, go out to this like comedy show, and then um, afterwards, like go to this bar, and um, there's like a cover band playing, and uh, as they were playing, it was like an '80s cover band, and they were playing "Stand by Me." Finally, when Jack and I had our first kiss, nice. um, and then we ended up hanging out like another time too before he left. Yeah. Um, and then by the time that he, oh wait, actually, as we were at that bar, he like pulls me into this like booth at one point, and he was like, "I have a confession." He's like, "I'm in love with your mind," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> pros and cons. I didn't have like a game plan for my life, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I came back and I was like, oh, I have some cool business ideas. I didn't want to spend all my money. I'd save though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them was like a travel clothing idea um, that I was like, oh, like I don't have like good looking travel clothing and I wish I did when I was mm-hmm. out and about, you know, I was like, oh, I could come up with something. Like I, I could find some idea there. So I had something, but 
it was nothing I wanted to pursue immediately. So I was like, I'll just go to Boston. I'll get a place and I'll just look for jobs. So I just moved there on a whim. I remember I got to Boston in September of that year. So I'd taken off since March, now September. And I found out for the first time how expensive it was because I had to put a first month, last month, security deposit. And there was something else too to where I had to write like ten grand all at once. And like I wasn't asking my parents for money or anything. I was like, okay, ten thousand bucks, like here's a check. And oh, I had to put I had to give two months of rent up front because I didn't have a job at the time. Oh. And they didn't trust that I, they were like, I need to see all your bank statements, prove you have money, and you're going to pay us up front all this. Yeah. It's like, that's fine, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm committed. And so from September to December, we started dating again almost immediately. Yeah. We, I think then, we almost went like on our first trip. Like the yeah, first, within one, a month. Yeah, first month. <laughs> we went on like a whole week trip together. We'd only dated like six or seven times after yeah. that. Really. Now we're like, hey, you want to go on a week trip? Yeah. It's like a Northeast road trip. We went down to like Rhode Island. And then up to Vermont and New Hampshire and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then from then, it was just like, all right, we're actually dating now. Like, it's got real. <laughs> um, I mean, here we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah we fast-forwarded the relationship pretty fast at that point. Yeah, how long were you dating until you got married? Oh, uh, we dated for a while, like I, three I'm a slow uh, player. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't rush into anything. Mm. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'd say, you know, at like our six-month mark, we both kind of were like... I don't know about this thing. You know, we were both getting like a little fed up at like little baby things that didn't really matter, mm-hmm. mostly because of immaturity. Mm-hmm. But after that six month mark, from like then to like year th- three of dating, I would say in Boston, you know, after that, we, we didn't really fight ever. We yeah. still don't really fight. It, it's a weird thing where like we're both just on the same page with so much stuff that mm-hmm. like if we do fight, it's like, why didn't you put your shoes up? But it's, then you're like, wait, you no, didn't say really? Is, you did just ask him why he wouldn't shoot his own But it's like, like a neat freak. But, but I know it, she's a neat freak, it, so like I don't, I don't like yap yeah, back. Yeah. But it's also like the other day when we were like, our fights now are like of such little things, and we're like, what? And it's more so because it's like a moment of stress of like, shit, we have like. You thought this, and I thought this, and yeah, like now yeah. we're like in a bit of a pickle. And but then like once we're like, okay, wait, we just need to like get to a solution quickly. Then we're like fine, and like yeah. no one get no one's like really angry. It's not like we're like no. yelling like mean words to each other. It's yeah. just like, oh crap, neither one of us thought about this or like assumed something incorrectly. So, yeah. anyways. So that's, that's the very long story. That's how she got married. Um, yeah. Which actually, the picture of the view of Malaga that Jack's talking about our bed. is yeah. above our bed. That's, that's oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like I a random that. place that wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So. Would you guys go back there together? We, we haven't talked been, about it. But we should. Yeah. That's awesome. That wraps up part one of Jack and Jess's story. And I think... For me, the major takeaway is that, you know, sometimes the timing, you know, just might not be right. Or, you know, sometimes it does take stepping away and and finding yourself and and, and really understanding, you know, what's missing to realize that, you know, that person that you may have interacted with at some point is is really the person that you should and and want to be with. And, you know, when you have that opportunity, um, you have to reach out, you have to go for it. Um, cause you really don't know what's going to happen or, or, you know, one of my favorite quotes of all time is you miss 
a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. And, you know, that applies to everything, but especially with relationships. I mean, given the amount of people there are in this world, what 300 million in the U S 7 billion in the world, it's, it's crazy, you know, to think that, um, sometimes that there can only just be one person for you, but in all reality, you know, maybe there is. And, and when you come across them, um, even if that time, that moment isn't the right moment, you know, maybe with some time apart, you'll find each other again. What do you think? Do you think there's one person for everyone? Do you think time apart can make you realize what you're missing? I'd love to hear from you. Thank you kindly for joining us on the podcast today. Between now and next time, visit us at www.couplecollective.com or follow us via our social channels at Couple Collective. If you've been enjoying the episodes or the podcast in general, please tell a friend, tell a couple, or subscribe via your favorite podcasting service. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be featured with your story, you can contact us via the form on the website or at 774-226-8753. Until next time, much love.